everyone, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I'm Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors, and just want to share with you my personal journey, but also uh, things that I've learned throughout my life, uh, as short as that may be at 30 years old. <laughs> but people that I've looked up to that are consistently successful seem to incorporate these four things into their lives in various ways, but they all come back to these four main pillars of faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. And I want you to have that same experience and also have a good podcast to listen to while you're out on a run, while you're out on a walk, while you're hiking, uh, or even while you're on a drive. So here we go. Uh, To start off, just want to let you know I've got some great companies that I work with. I'll leave all the links down below so you don't have to memorize anything in the podcast. Go click on the links. Uh, get some savings, of course. And if you're in the market, which I imagine you are because you're like-minded like me and you enjoy getting outdoors. So while we're out there, we want to have the best nutrition, the best equipment possible, and uh, might as well save some money while you're at it. So go check out all the companies down below that I'm going to go over really quickly uh, before we get into today's Wednesday wake up which is just the shorter edition of Redbeard Outdoors podcast. Uh, It's the shorter episode in the middle of the week, kind of gets you a little fire lit under your butt and uh, get you moving throughout the rest of the week. So before we get into that and today's Q&A session, uh, I want to go over some of these companies. First and foremost, I work with First Form. If you're in the market for supplements, there is no better company, period, hands down. They are a U.S. company. They love this country, providing opportunities for people here in America to work. They manufacture everything here in the U.S. They're constantly trying to grow and create more opportunities. But even more than that, guys, is high quality. So what you're putting in your body, you want to be high quality. So if you're in the market for a multivitamin, fish oil, if you're in the market for protein powder, or even if you do a pre-workout, there's a there's multiplicity of things that First Form provides. Those are kind of where I start, along with the greens formula, because unless you eat like a rabbit, um, or you're better than me, <laughs> you don't get all the greens that you need uh, in your day to day nutrition. So go check out FirstForm.com uh, down below. That link will get you free shipping and uh, save you some money. So go check them out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at red.beard.outdoors on Instagram, shoot me a message. Uh, you can also go over to Redbeard's Fit Crew on Facebook, which again, that link is down below as well. Love to have you over there. Just a great group of individuals looking to further their lives, live healthier, happier, more successful lives alongside with their family, or just pursuing their own goals. So go check us out over there. Shoot me a message uh, over there as well, or put a post up and start a conversation. So on top of First Form Outdoors, there's also Alpenfuel.com. Alpenfuel is an amazing company based out of Montana. They make the best granola, hands down, on the market. Uh, it is gluten-free, which for me is a big thing. I don't want my gut torn up in the backcountry, and I have an, well, an issue with gluten. So go check out Alpenfuel.com. And then if you're looking for anything more than granola, they also sell Heather's Choice and Peak Refuel, which are two of my top they are my go-tos for meals outside of granola and uh, save some money. So go get stocked up, guys. Uh, hunting season's coming up here soon, and we're in the middle of backpacking, hiking season. You can't have enough 
good nutrition while you're out there. Make sure you have those things taken care of. Okay. Also, absolute aid. If you're looking at a CBD chewable that you would like to try, uh, give these guys a shot. They're great, clean company. Uh, there's no THC. They have different formulas. My favorite is the relief formula because it allows me to recover better after a hard workout. When I'm feeling a little bit more sore than normal, I can add that into my vitamin regimen and it helps to take the edge off so I'm not looking for ibuprofen or just dealing with the suck throughout the day. Go check out absoluteaid.com. And an honorable mention, of course, would be Kafaru. Kafaru backpacks, first off, start off with the duplex light frame. Definitely get that. And then there's so many different backpacks. Again, you can shoot me a message if you have any questions, but I'd even recommend calling their customer service line because they will give you the best answer as far as what you're looking to do with your backpack. You could buy multiple packs, but uh, definitely go check out Kafaru. They have US made company again, uh, if that's not a theme here, if you haven't noticed, um, but it's a US company, high quality gear, but the frame carries weight like no other frame I've ever tried. So definitely go check out kafaru.net. Uh, or maybe it's Kafaru International. I don't know. I've got the link down below, guys. Go check out Kafaru. Uh, just great company. Okay, let's move on. Today's Wednesday wake up. It's going to be a Q&A. So for the Q&A, I had some people submit some questions on Instagram. And uh, I'm going to save some of them for another one as well. Uh, but there's just a couple that I wanted to go over today. They're just amazing amazing questions that you guys are asking. Thank you so much uh, for participating. So first off, how do you determine if your arrow is over or under spined for your bow? This is a great question. And there's a lot of great resources out there a lot better than me, um, people who are more knowledgeable. Um, I would definitely one find a good bow shop, a good pro shop in your local area. I love supporting local companies. Um, my personal favorite here is Wild Arrow. They're the ones that I go to uh, probably more than they'd like. <laughs> no, but in all reality, if I have any questions or need anything, I definitely go to Wild Arrow. Um, all the guys there are great and very knowledgeable. Um, they you know, make sure you're asking the right questions and they want to provide you with the best service and the best equipment for what you're looking to do. So as far as an arrow spining, um, there's charts online that work generally, right? So you can go online and, and find an arrow spine chart if you're using a compound bow, especially. Um, it'll, it'll have you put in your draw length and your poundage, and that'll get you in the rough estimate of, of where you need to be. Um, the lower the number, so for example, 300 to 250, yeah, the lower the number, the stiffer the spine, the heavier the arrow is going to be, so grains per inch. Um, that's definitely something you want to take a look at, uh, depending on if you're wanting to have, you know, a faster arrow or you want to have a heavier arrow. Uh, you know, all of these things are personal and I'd have to have a, a more in-depth conversation with especially the person that, that asked me that question. But uh, more specifically about if you're over or under spined, um, you'd have to run it through paper and uh, your bow shop, if they're, if they know what they're talking about, they'll be able to show you. Okay, over and under spined. I've got some other good uh, resources as well on YouTube if you don't have a local pro shop. Um, I'd recommend checking out Elk Shape, uh, Elk Shape's YouTube channel. He's got MFJJ, so Josh Jones is his personal guy and go-to. They just did an aerospine test um, 
video on YouTube. I'd highly recommend going and checking that out. If you have questions about arrow spining and you don't have a good pro shop in your area, uh, go check out Elk Shape. Another one would be uh, Average Jack Archery on YouTube. Um, he's a great guy that just, again, goes through all the minutiae. He's a teacher, so he knows how to uh, break it down and not to dumb it down. I hate saying that because you're not dumb if you're asking these questions, but to break it down for you so that you can understand a little bit more as to why maybe it's kicking left, kicking right, kicking up, kicking down, um, you know, with your, with your arrow. He also did one recently that was really interesting uh, as far as a breakdown of, you know, do you need a 340 spine versus a 300 spine versus a 250 or even lower? Um, me personally, uh, it's interesting because for me, I've, I've noticed it depends on the point weight up front. So if I have anything less than 175 grains total up front, I'm good to run a 300 spine arrow. Um, whether that's the five millimeter victory rips, which are a go-to of mine, or the four millimeter victory vaps. Um, those are my, I love victory arrows. They're just awesome. They've been super durable for me. They've, they've flown great. So I stick with victory. Um, so if I have anything 175 grains total up front or less, I'm good with a 300 spine. But if I go over 170 up front, I need a 250 spine. Now I don't have a long draw length. I'm, I'm at like 27 and three quarters. Um, depends on the bow. I can get away with 28 inches depending on, you know, the bow setup and, and how things go. But with my Matthews right now, I'm at about 27 and three quarters and, and I have got it. Pulling, I want to say it's at 89 pounds. Sorry, not 80. That's ridiculous. 79 pounds. I'm right around the 80 pound mark uh, on my on my Matthews uh, V3X 29, which is what I'm shooting this year. And uh, I have to go with a 250 spine if I'm going to shoot the Valkyrie setup, which is the broadhead setup, um, because I have a total upfront weight of 200 grains. So I wasn't necessarily happy about that because that made my my arrow a little bit heavier. But I'm going to try it out this year. They fly great. Um, I've been having a great time with this setup. Uh, I also like, and that, that's coming in at about 495 grains total weight. And then my other setup, which is a little bit lighter, uh, which is my victory rips. They're at about 450 ish, um, as far as the arrow setup. And that's a 300 spine arrow. Um, so, you know, you got, you're going to have to play with it. I'd recommend going into a, a pro shop for sure. Um, but if you don't have that luxury, go check out again, Average Jack Archery and Elk Shape. And uh, I want to say it's Podium Archer, which is MFJJ or Josh Jones, which is the guy that runs the pro shop that Dan from Elk Shape goes to. So those are some good resources. Um, again, reach out to me if you got any more questions about that specifically. Let's see the next question. Um, what's your diet look like for 75 hard? Hmm. Okay. So 75 hard for me and, uh, all the phases after it, um, I stick to counting macros. Uh, but generally I even focus more on, cause some days I have a higher, have a higher fat count and lower carbs. Other days I have lower fat and higher carbs. Um, but I always stick to my protein. Uh, I always do one gram of protein per pound of body weight that I'm aiming for <clears throat> as far as my diet is concerned. So I'm generally between 195 to 200 gram, uh, grams of protein per day. Um, and that's where the supplements come into play. Uh, I would hate to, maybe not hate, but it'd be hard to get that much meat in um, reasonably and not feel stuffed or sluggish throughout the day. So uh, 
you know, that that's my diet. Now I know a lot of people go keto or they go, um, you know, carb, um, shoot. I don't know why it's slipping my brain right now, but where you have high carb one day and low carb the next day, uh, carb cycling, that's what it is. Some people do carb cycling, you know, it just depends. I've tried them all to be honest with well, can't say all of them. I haven't done paleo and I haven't done carnivore, um, but I've done keto. I've done carb cycling. I've done low carb. <clears throat> um, the one that works the best for me and that is sustainable is to just focus on getting the right amount of protein in and the calorie amount. So I know for me personally, what my calories are, uh, where I can maintain and not gain or lose weight based on my activity level. And then I know where I need to be at to lose weight. And so I set my calories at whatever my goal is, if I'm to maintain or if I'm to lose weight, I set my calories there. I set my protein at one gram per body weight, pound of body weight that I want to be at. And then the carbs and fats line up. As long as I'm under my calories for the day and I'm hitting my protein, that's the diet that I've, I've chosen personally for 75 hard and all the phases that I've gone through in the live hard program. Uh, not only is it, is it simpler, but it's more sustainable so that when you get out of one of those phases of the live hard program, you're not, uh, just reverting back to gaining all that weight back. Um, recently I've done, I went through and did a bulk. Um, I, I don't like where I'm at at around 210, 215. <clears throat> um, I would like to be back below 200 pounds. So that's where I'm aiming at now, uh, before elk season, I'm going to get back down to below 200 pounds. And, uh, that's the goal before elk season in September. So that's where I'm at personally. So thank you for that question. Um, let's see, what would you recommend be the best workouts for hunting? So nothing can substitute in my opinion, in my experience, I have limited experience with exercise science. Um, as part of my bachelor's degree. Uh, but you know, I haven't really studied it since then, but I know what works for my body and there's no substitute for training what you're actually going to do, but you don't always have time for that, right? You don't always have time to go for an hour, hour and a half, uh, hike up the mountains steep with weight on your back. Um, it's just not always feasible. Now I try and do it as much as possible. When we go on family hikes, I add a significant amount of weight to my back. Um, so that, you know, it becomes a workout more than just a stroll with the kids. Uh, sometimes I even carry the kids in my backpack, depending on the day and how they're doing. Um, but that's, that's what I would recommend. That would be my number one is if you can, then do that training that you would be doing in the mountains. But if not, then simulate it. How can you simulate that in the gym? Well, uh, you do some sort of engaging your legs and your core every single day. Now you don't have to do a hardcore leg workout and ab workout every single day. And ab abs are not necessarily your core. Abs look cool. Um, but your core is more than that. There's a whole lot more that goes into it than just your abs. Your abs is what shows it's again, it's cool to have washboard abs, but that isn't necessary to be strong up in the mountains. So ways that you can do that. Uh, when you do your cardio, um, incorporate some form of, I like the either elliptical or the stair stepper. If you're doing long steady state cardio, because that simulates in the mountains, right? The stair stepper is a great one for that. Um, or if you don't have a stair stepper, use a box and do step ups. Those suck. Put some weight on your back, even just 45 pounds and do uh, 400 to 500 step ups, man, you're going to be fried, but it's great cardio. And again, it simulates the 
going up and down the mountain. Um, if you are more of the high intensity, lesser amount of time, elk shape has some great workouts. Um, they're similar to CrossFit. It's about general physical preparedness, high intensity for a shorter amount of time. Um, there's been some studies that show that that helps you with your cardiovascular system as well. Um, again, so if you're into CrossFit or those type of workouts, that's awesome. I'd also point you in the direction of Elk Shape. Uh, he has some great workouts that you can purchase. Uh, I don't know all the names of them. I want to say it's like 90 days to, to Elk Shape or something like that, or, or some of his workouts. So definitely go check that out. Um, outside of that, uh, for me personally, I like to mix in the compound movements with cardio. So some days I'll do, you know, 30 minutes of, of cardio. Uh, generally I do my cardio at the end of the session so that I can get my maximum output on my, uh, weightlifting. And so, you know, for, for legs, for example, how do I engage my core and legs every single day? Uh, on as many lifts as possible, I'm on my feet. Um, and by that, I mean, if you're doing shoulder raises, say you prefer more traditional bodybuilding style, style movements, um, that's great, but do it standing, right? Engage your core, engage your legs and do them standing, do the, the arm raises or the shoulder raises standing. Um, if you're pressing, you know, don't sit when you do a shoulder press, go stand and do more like a military style press overhead, engage your legs and your core while you're doing it rather than being seated. Um, if you're doing a row rather than doing the one-legged dumbbell row where you're leaned up against the bench, plant both feet on the ground and do a one-arm dumbbell row with the other hand kind of supported on the bench, but both feet firmly planted on the ground, your core engaged, and you're using the stability of those muscles to work together rather than just engaging your lats. Um, those are some ideas. Body weight movements are great. Um, another good cardio exercise would be uh, using the Airdyne bike or the Rogue bike um, or the Assault bike. Some may know it as the one that sucks. <laughs> uh, but definitely those are some great workouts. But again, even more simpler than that uh, for being up in the mountains, you want to have a workout that you will maintain. So do you, do you enjoy those high-intensity workouts or do you enjoy more bodybuilding style workouts. If you enjoy the more bodybuilding style, that's cool. You're going to look good, but you need to incorporate some form of cardio, maybe cut down the amount of time that you're weightlifting and do more of the, again, the step ups or the stair stepper machine, um, with weight on your back, etc. Uh, those would be some great, great ideas. Again, message me if you have more questions. Um, okay. I'm trying to find a question here that I can wrap it up here under 20 minutes. We're already at 20 minutes, guys. So, hmm. Okay, last question here. You're going to get into trad soon. So am I going to get into trad traditional archery soon? Um, probably. Well, it depends on what you define as soon. <laughs> right now, I barely have enough time for my 9 to 5, uh, the podcast, the Instagram, which is another job and uh, or social media in general and shooting my bow as it is and tinkering as much as I do there along with any other gear that I'm trying to mess around with so I wouldn't say soon but I would definitely say that traditional archery is on the list of things that I want to be able to do I want to be able to uh, shoot for fun um, but as of right now I still get a kick out of 
uh, messing around with my my bow. Uh, I've had some people recently, and I guess that means that I'm I'm growing enough to actually get some some haters, uh, if you want to call them that. I would just call them trolls. Um, but I've got some trolls that that have been mentioning, you know, and you see it everywhere that mentions archery. Oh, you might as well be using a rifle if you've got a sight on it. Blah blah blah. Well, I, I challenge anyone that says that to to try and you know <laughs> do as well as as uh, some of these high level archers with a bow that has a sight on it and is a compound bow. Um, it, it's not easy. There's a lot of complexity to it. So um, that's a long answer to a, a short question of, no, I don't see myself getting into it soon, but yes, I do see myself getting into it eventually um, just for fun, shooting in the backyard. And maybe when I have some more land and I'm not worried about, you know, shooting into my neighbor's yard or something like that. Uh, because, you know, with trad bow, you miss a lot more than you do with a compound bow. <laughs> or so I'm planning on. So anyway, uh, thank you guys for those questions. It's been awesome. Um, this was a little bit longer than usual. Usually I'm between 15 and 20 minutes, but uh, I've got more questions here that I'm going to check off the list in the next Q&A episode. I really appreciate again these questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. Again, guys, I want to see you over at Redbeard's Fit Crew. Uh, links down below. Go just answer a couple questions, get joined in. We'd love to have you in that great community that we've got uh, growing over there. And um, other than that, guys, as always, get out, live your life, and love it.